This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one, boom, 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 boom. Salutations, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I am your host, David So, and we have Joe motherfucking Jitsukawa, bitch. What's up, S.A.? <laughs> hey, what's up, S.A.? What's up, fool? What's going on, man? Hello. Yeah, this fool Joe has been sick forever, dude. Like, he's been coughing up. You know what's so funny? Like, <laughs> you remember when you came in? You're like, no, I'm good to train. I'm good. And we're like, you sure you're okay? It's like, yeah, man, it's a, it's, it's a fucking Tuesday and shit. I was like, bro, it's a Monday. I don't know if you, you don't even know where you're at yeah, right now, man. That was all fucked up. You go a little too ham, man. You got to just bring that shit down a little bit. Uh, I just don't know when it's time to rest. Your mind is a very powerful thing, dude. I realized that you could convince yourself of fucking anything. I thought it was, uh, it could be, it could do better. <laughs> oh my god dude how was the workout though was it okay it was good man i have man i it's this has been the longest stint of me not being active yeah and i started feeling it man i was, I was getting frustrated i was like man this is something i need you get that little uh you get irritated don't you yeah a little little agitated that's how i was when i was uh when i was in jersey i summed up for just like a week membership at a ufc gym just so i could go and hit the bag every day yeah. and do something because i felt like i was going to lose my mind and also, um, I realized what a true extrovert I was because on Saturday, I did a meet and greet at um, Jumbi, right, in Westwood. So we had a lot of fans, did like two, three hours. And then after that, um, we went to do a, a, a workshop with our team leaders for all of our restaurants from five oh, to like yeah, nine. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then I did like a two-hour speech from, uh, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, mm -hmm. right? By the end of that, I should have been tired, yeah. but the opposite happened. I got home. That at, energized your ass, huh? Bro, I was at 10 p.m. and I felt like a, like a fucking dictator that just gave <laughs> a war speech, you know? Like I was like, ah, you know, and I started yeah. going, ah, I feel all this fire. And then I can't rest. So I'm like, I can't go to sleep at 10 right now. So I put on my running shoes and I fucking put on some straight up gypsy music. <laughs> what and I the just fuck is gypsy music. Bro, I got <laughs> this is a different story, but I got into some <laughs> gypsy music, man. I was looking for some like, you know, Romanian music or whatever. And so Romani is the correct term for the gypsy culture. I heard oh. gypsy is the wrong word. But I don't know, in America, I don't think it has the same stigma. But over there, it's different. Yeah, but Romani or is not the same as Romanian. Romanian is its own country with its own right? set of people. Oh. It's very different. And the Romani people are traveling, you know, that's the, 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 the stigma, the traveling gypsy or whatever. They mm. came from, like, India. 
and then they went up the Middle East, and then they went all around Europe. So they're they're basically a mystery, but they speak a dialect that sounds like Northern Indian or whatever. And, and so so, anyways, I I was looking for Romanian music, and I fell upon this. And at first, it was really funny. It's called like the genre is called like Manela or something like that. And I and I just thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. But you know, with me and interesting music, yeah. I get addicted. What the fuck does Romanian music sound like? It's not Romanian. Oh, it's 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 uh, it's it's Romani. It's the Romani it's the, music. It's a it's a it's the gypsy stuff. Yeah, Romanians will actually get mad if you call that their music. Oh god, people are in their fucking labels, man. God damn it. Okay, it's, I, I, it's, get it. I understand. It's I understand. different, right? I understand. Because yeah, oh, they also get a bad rep because um, people mistake the two. Okay. So then they they're like, we're not the same, and yeah, I think it's I the same it. as like yeah, Slovakians it. and Slovenians. It's so similar, mm, but it's yeah. not. It's like it's, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, yeah. So I'm I'm I have this music playing. I'm like ready to fucking go. It kind of sounds like mariachi. There's like a accordion, like fucking polka and shit. What the fuck? Okay. It gets me pumped, bro. Like I'll show you later. You'll start cracking the fuck up. They have the most craziest music videos. It's nuts. So I'm running, right? I'm running my two miles. I'm fucking on it. I get home. I'm doing pull-ups and shit, doing push-ups and shit. I'm just like fucking. <laughs> you doing push-ups, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the lady's like. I do push-ups, bitch. And then I get to sleep. It's like midnight or one. I'm laying down and I'm so amped the fuck up, dude. And I'm like, damn. So I do charge my batteries up with people. That's I, fucking that's, crazy. Yeah. Man. And then <clears throat> that that is a true sign of an extrovert. Like I, I, I always feel weird because I'm, I, I think I'm more of an introvert, but I do understand what it feels like to get energy from people. Cause as a standup comedian, right? Yeah. yeah. So sometimes when I do stand up or if I do these Q and A's at colleges, which is what I've been, I, which I prefer to do more than stand up now because the Q and A's essentially is you're, you're actually getting a stand up set, but there's, it's more geared towards what the person says. Yeah. So it's crowd work basically. It's improv. It's improv and yeah. crowd work. But you know, there are serious topics that are brought up and I like answering them. So I, I it's, it's, it's basically a live genius brain now. Yeah. When I do these college shows, but and we should start doing live genius. Brains. Oh, we will be doing live genius. If brains you guys real soon. are a part of a student organization or whatever, and us you up. want us out there, where can they um, get the info? Uh, just hit up David So Comedy Booking for that type of stuff. If it's like, if it's genius brain stuff too, if it's for booking shows, is David So Comedy Booking? But at gmail.com at gmail.com. So um, yeah, I, I definitely do. So when I was at this uh, college, uh, it's called TCNJ. I think they were saying it was like a version of like, some people call it like baby Princeton. But you could tell like that school is very academia focused because of the type of questions that were being asked. Like uh, what? Like, so, so certain schools too, like mind you, I could tell like they just wanted like a fun person to be at the school. So people would ask like, well, you know, what size shoes do you oh wear? My, dude, like, they you, always you, say shit like that. They <laughs> like, All right, it's the last question of the night. You guys, make sure it's good. And then some guy raises his hand. He goes, "Hey Bart, how much do you is your bench lift?" <laughs> I'm like, "Are you a 
fucking college student? What kind of question is that? <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's all like, oh, that was the last question, dude. You know, I, I always get uh, this one type of, there's a couple of type of college students that I get at these shows. There's one where they're the ones that are ready to party and just have fun, which is dope too. But there's this other subset where they feel like they're above college and they're smarter than their peers. Those are the ones that I hate the fucking most. Oh, those Be- snobby shit. They're, they're snobby as yeah. shit and they think that they're more mature and older than their peers. Oh, suck my dick. So like now I'm, I'm, I'm Only a lot- if you're hot. <laughs> I'm a lot nicer about it when I get this, but there was recently somebody who asked this question and there's always, it's not just this person too. It wasn't at this college tour, but it was last year, but somebody asked the same question. I was just a lot nicer about it this time. But the the first prior to me just saying like, I'm going to be nicer about how I approach these people. It's just, they always do this where they go. It's this question I always get. They go, Hey David, uh, I, you know, I know a lot of people here are asking like, you know, very surface level like questions. First of all, number one, now you're just saying that you're better than everybody else right now. Yeah, because I'm going to ask better shit. Exactly. I already don't like that Yeah, off the bat. Like, these are your peers. You ain't got to talk shit about them like that. Yeah. First of all, all of my peers are fucking idiots, but not me. That's basically... Because I'm going to tell you something way better. It's exactly what they're saying, right? And the second thing that, that it always follows up with is, I just want to know, like, personally, like, how you're doing. Like, how are you? It's like... You get those questions? I get that question almost every time I do a college show. Maybe because you sound like a depressed-ass bitch. <laughs> I, I never get these questions. Yeah, so I asked, what? you know, not not to this guy who asked this time. I just kind of answered nicely. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. But before, but uh, last year when somebody asked that question, and he said it in more of a snobby way because he was sliding the people in the crowd. And, I, and what I said to this guy was, I was like, hey, uh, let me ask you something, man. I was like, when you ask that question what is your objective like why are you asking that question he goes like because i feel like celebrities people don't realize that you guys are people too so i just want to know genuinely how you're doing he is such a self-righteous fuck exactly i was like so really what you're doing right now is you're asking that question to glorify yourself you're not actually asking me how I'm doing. It's what you're trying to make it sound. What you're saying right now is that I am better than my peers around me and they're all asking dumb questions. Isn't that what you're doing? Dead silent, right? Yeah. I'll say because that's what it comes off as. I was like, number two, who the fuck are you? If I wasn't doing well, you think I would do it on this public platform right now and tell you specifically? <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking right now, dude? And, and the kid just got super quiet. I was like, I'll tell you why that. Qu-. And the third reason why I don't like that. Qu- like the, the third reason why I don't like that question is because you are tr- you think that you're a lot smarter than you actually are. You're not right. Everybody here is on equal ground. So the fact that you would come out here and then just literally just fucking bash everybody in the crowd, anybody who asked the question, yeah. and mind you, some of these questions, yeah, they are kind of dumb, but they're just here to have fun. You didn't have to do that, bro. Yeah. You know, sit the fuck down. You know, <laughs> and I just moved on. But the guy who, it was funny because almost in the exact same way, this last show, somebody asked that, but I didn't do it that, that time. I just told him like, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm fine. But it was just, it annoys me sometimes. It's like, why do you have to do that? Wow. Like, why do you have to act like, number one, you're better than somebody else? Or number two, you don't have to act like you're more mature than you actually are. It's okay. Let me let me try to dissect that. Like, I'm trying to get into that mindset, right? Yeah, like, uh, dissect that shit for me because I'm like, that. I'm trying to figure out why. Okay, if I were to do that and I'm hiding my ego, it's like, okay, so there's a self-righteousness, right? So he might be going like this. You know what? Everyone here is asking these stupid questions. We need to get to the nitty gritty. They're just so selfish. Let's 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 we you know let's talk about David. David, you're you're out here servicing everyone else, and you're answering their questions. But how about you, man? I was I'm like my thing is like, <laughs> what were you expecting me to go? <laughs> Dude, I don't have friends. 
What if? What if? What if you're like, ah, oh, actually, it's really hard. I don't really want to do YouTube anymore. Yeah. Like, what? What, what would? What would have came out of that? You know? And, and I, then he's like, he's probably like, bro. Come, Come over here, here bro. Come over here, bro. <laughs> Give yeah. me a hug, bro. I knew I knew you were hurting inside. It's like And everyone claps at him. Yay! Yeah. It was just like the most self-righteous, self-serving thing that I I I, I get asked consistently. It's yeah. just like I understand too. It's because that's something that somebody would ask because because there is this new rhetoric online where like people don't ever really show how they actually feel, which is true. However, The reason why you said that, the reason why I was irritated is because you're not actually asking me how I'm doing. Yeah. You're trying to make yourself look good in front of a group of random people right now. You know, so if even if you took me to the side and say, how are you really doing? I still wouldn't tell you, fuck face. I don't know who the fuck you are. Really? I would double down. <laughs> really? You'd just be like, yeah. oh, it, life is so hot. That's kind of like when you're at a cash register, right? And then when a lady asks you how you're doing. It's like, do you really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the weird thing. Like, I, I, like, do you really, you know, kid at the last college. If you're listening to this stuff, like, I'm not shitting on you. Like, I understand. I'm, a, I'm, I'm kind of harsh in my approach. I'm really brash. Like, I'm, I'm learning uh, not to do that as much unless it's for a joke. So actually, I'll do it all the time. However, it's funny though. It's, it's funny. Like, I get it. You know, people were cracking up when I was roasting them, of course. You know, because they saw it too. They They're not it. idiots. Yeah, people aren't dumb. I think people deserve to be called out. For having no tact. Yeah. If you're standing there and you're you, you have you might have good intentions, right? But you're out here insulting people. This is what I say. Everyone has good intentions. Everyone thinks that they're doing the right thing. But if your execution sucks, you deserve to be called out on it. Yeah. Because what matters is the result. What matters is what came out of what you expressed, not. How you really felt about it. Yes, I, I and I do this all the time. There's been a couple of times on Twitter where I made jokes about something without really looking at what I was making a joke at. And I had to take that shit down and apologize. And yeah. I'll, I won't typically apologize for a lot of jokes if the intent is for funny stuff. This podcast is brought to you by Purple, my friends. Purple mattress done bless my body up so good. I've never slept so well in my life. That is a power. That is a power of a purple mattress. <laughs> yes, purple mattresses have been one of the biggest blessings in my life because I was sleeping on a crap box before, a huge crap box, and I had no idea how important sleep was to me. I had no idea how much back comfort was to me when it came to sleeping, um, and the purple mattress proved everything that I thought wrong. I thought I needed to sleep on a slab of rock in order to sleep better because I was told that by old ancient Asian people, and guess what? It's different. It's not for me. I need a mattress that feels right for me, that keeps me cool at night and has actual rocket scientists develop the material behind it. And that's a purple mattress, baby. So my friends, a hundred night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund backed by a 10-year warranty, free shipping, and returns. You're going to love Purple, and right now my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress that's in addition to the great gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N to 84-888. Message and data rates may apply. 
But if I fuck up and I didn't really read everything, then I'm like, ah, I messed up. So for example, there was this TikTok. It's not funny, but there was this girl. She was uh, this lady was showing on TikTok, which for me, I thought TikTok was only used for funny shit. So I assumed it was a comedy video. Oh, and shit. she's like, I'm about to go outside for a jog. And so she started hiding all these weapons in her hair. So this is in case a man touches me. And she puts like pins in her hair and all these like secret weapons and stuff and hiding her phone in her socks. And I was like, bitch, where the fuck do you live? Right. I was like, she's like a ninja. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, move, get yeah. the fuck out of this neighborhood. But that TikTok was about her saying like she was actually sexually assaulted and raped before. So now this is what women have to go through. Well, so she was pretty much building an arsenal before she went on a jog. Yeah. So because because of the trauma that she had. So she was making a, a oh. statement about how what women have to go through. However, it was on TikTok. Yeah. And it was it's it seemed from a comedian's eye, it looked like a joke. So I made this joke. I was like, bitch, the fuck do you live? Move, bitch. You know? Yeah, because it's not safe. And then people were tweeting, like, yo, man, you didn't watch the whole video. And I was like, Oh, oh shit. So I took it down and I was like, yo, didn't realize that was a serious video because oh. she did it on TikTok. I thought TikTok was only for comedy and shit. So yeah. I didn't know that. So I'm I'm you know, I'm, de- I'm motherfucker, I'm flawed. I've, I've I've definitely fucked up on uh, my own platforms for sure. Like when that, so when that uh, shooting happened at the Gilroy Garlic Festival, uh, when it was first announced, uh, nobody was hurt. So I was like, oh, people didn't die. So I made this joke where we, because Tim and I were supposed to go to that Gilroy Garlic Festival. And then last minute I couldn't go. So it got shut down. You guys got lucky. We got lucky, right? It was because it was Gina's birthday. So we decided that we told them that we couldn't go because it was Gina's birthday. Oh, yeah. And so we didn't go. And then I tweeted. I was like, damn, I'm glad I didn't go because the story would have read famous YouTuber dies and some fat Asian guy next to him. (laughs) Tim and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that shit had like 2,000 likes. People were cracking up. But there was some people were like, hey, my cousin actually got hurt from, they're like, can you please take this down? I was like, oh shit, I didn't know people actually got shot. Because the first- Oh, like you didn't know that someone got injured. The first report was that nobody got hurt. I see. But then people did get hurt and some people died. So I was like, that's not funny. Somebody's really hurting. Take that shit down. It's touchy too, because the joke's too soon. Way too soon. Just any shooting, even if people didn't get hurt. Yeah. Because- that is pretty funny. If people didn't get hurt, I would have left a, it up. That's a homie's. That's a homie's joke. Yeah. If people didn't get hurt, though, no joke. No joke. I would have left it up. Really? Yeah. Because nobody got hurt. I guess so. Like it was shootings is just such a touchy subject right now, though. It always is, but like as long as somebody personally didn't get hurt, I'm okay that's with true. making a joke about it because it's not about shooting. It's a joke that I'm not famous. Right. That's the joke. Yeah. So, obviously. But when somebody lost their life, but some, le- there's less collateral in your joke if 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 there's no no one that got hurt, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, if nobody got shot, I would have left that joke up and people would have understood. It's just somebody physically got hurt as people passed away from it. And now I'm making a mockery of somebody's death. And I'm like, I'm not cool with that. I'll take that shit down. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, just to get into the genius brain topic uh, for today, just to get into specificities, my friends, we got patreon topics right here so we're still going through some of the old ones i'm going to put up on the patreon another list of you guys being very specific about issues that you guys can talk about or anything that you're generally curious about it doesn't have to be specific problems but i love these a heads up you guys choose my okay so we're gonna omit this dude's name this guy's name is uh blandon bland Blandon with a with a solid l Blandon. blandon So, hey, David and Joe, I've been a huge supporter of the both of you since the earliest days of YouTube. Now, keep doing what you're doing, and I'm loving the podcast. I will suck your dick later. Um, (laughs) Just like that, dude. All dry tongue. So, my topic is pretty personal. It revolves around me dating, uh, fixing what you messed up, and and with moving on. Oh, very nice. I think we've all been through that shit. I am 24. A couple of months ago, I was a keynote speaker at a convention. Okay. 
Light Flex. Wow. And it focused on pursuing your own career in your respective industry, why it's important and how to keep it going. While I am there, I met someone who easily captured my eye. Love at first sight. You was like, ooh, I'm so glad because I just gave a keynote speech. Hell yeah, So she saw me as a motherfucking alpha. Dude, 24 is still the age of random boners where your dick just gets hard for no goddamn reason. I know what that's (laughs) like, dude. She was annoying. <laughs> While I am there, I met someone who easily captured my eye. I didn't know who she was. I didn't know what she did. All I knew is that this girl was beautiful, smart, and driven, and I got her number. Okay, keynote speaker. Nice. That's what I'm saying. By the way, this dude is Asian. So anybody out there that said Asian dudes can't get bitches, shut the fuck up. He was a <laughs> keynote speaker, boss ass bitch, and he got a number, homie. Got them digits. We just keep crushing those shit arguments. Yeah. Shout out to this guy, uh, Blandon. As I am there, I realize she was also a guest speaker. Oh, a lot of speakers. Regarding her field, which is music and the entertainment industry. Wow. I thought to myself that this girl was out of my league. I didn't think much of it. However, she gave me a call um, at night later and we hit it off out the park. Love it. As I headed back home after my trip where we were connecting very well, intellectually and emotionally. Oh, you guys were mind fucking each other? This was the first girl that I had met and had a lot of, and there was a lot of cylinders firing. The girls I've talked to weren't like this and weren't this down to be open. So we started sharing intimate moments about our life, about our life, uh, why we were in the industries that we were in. And we started to become a part of each other's lives as we were opening up. Everything seemed to be going smoothly. Nothing was ever official since it was long distance and we were still in the getting to know each other phase. Okay. So I guess after that, they, they yeah. moved on and they started connecting online and stuff. Uh, after roughly four weeks, however, I made a joke in response to what she texted me and one of her hobbies, which was cars. Knowing that she was in the entertainment industry and modeling as well, I made a joke regarding her doing import modeling. She got very upset with my joke and we spoke again that night on her side ending things. Damn, that escalated real quick. What? Why is she so sensitive about import modeling? What the fuck? We know some girls who did some import modeling and they're some bad bitches. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Her reasons were because I was becoming a fan and she doesn't date fans. How? How did that How did that happen? That's interesting. Uh, she said I was sexualizing her and not seeing her for who she is. And three, I was being too clingy. Mm. Oh. Things don't really jump like that, though. So there's definitely... Uh, he probably didn't read a lot of the things that he might have been doing. Yeah. It's been, it looks like it's been boiling. And then, boom. She drops it on him like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, because just 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 from... Because in his eyes, he's like, things are going great. Everybody's a, everybody's a hero in their own story. So when you when you write these things, there's, I, I find it really hard to believe that things just happen overnight where she's like, I can't take this anymore. Like, what happened? And unfortunately, many guys, including myself, can be clueless. Yeah, <laughs> And be very clueless. I, I fucking relate to this so much. With, Me too. With my very first girlfriend, I, I was somewhat like this where even when I could see the problems before me, like I knew it was there. There was a part of me that chose to ignore it. Yep. And then when the dumping happened, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean, dude? It was, there was huge signs as to why this is going to happen. You chose specifically to delete it out because you didn't want to recognize the doom that was coming. And I think most people are rarely irrational and crazy where they just all of a sudden start reacting to the things that you do. Especially because he said that they were connecting um, uh, emotionally yep. and intellectually too. So yeah. you do respect her on on something more than just a physical level. So it mm-hmm. uh, doesn't seem that 
yeah, maybe she is an erratic person. I don't really know her. But, but from a, one joke and no warning sign. Exactly. Erratic people, they're erratic from the jump. Very family. soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they can't hold that. Mm-hmm. You don't talk to someone and you're like, oh, my God, we connect intellectually and emotionally. And there's no warning signs. There's no prior arguments. There's nothing. And then all of a sudden, boom, something happens and they completely want to end it. Yeah, that, I, I, I kind of find that really, really hard. Because in most believe. cases, you have your first argument, right? Mm-hmm. But most in most cases, you don't end it. You just argue. Yeah. And you go, oh, we just had our first argument. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right. And um at least in my experience, I've never had anything where from one mistake or one argument, they all of a sudden start dropping these things of like your character, your behavior, your whole personality. And then all of a sudden it's yeah. done. And that's very, some very specific ass shit. Now, this either this person is a unique case of a, of a lady who's been gathering evidence and never vocalizing it or even showing you signs and then pretending and keeping peace until she couldn't take it anymore. And then she just went all off. Yeah. But it also, this is this window of opportunity. I think when people voice their opinion and fire back at you, that's a, to me, I see as a window of opportunity to actually try to remedy it. But in her case, she was done. So that means she had a lot of time to think about it. She had multiple times of where she was rubbed the wrong way. And she's like, I don't know if this is going to be cool or whatever. And then she drops it. For sure. Like it, it doesn't sound, it's just, it's too convenient, right? That you in this story are the perfect man. You are having the perfect relationship. And that one little joke is the reason why she just flips out and then dumps you. It doesn't sound feasible to me. Yeah. It does, yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make any sense socially yeah. like and I'm playing all the uh, I'm, I'm trying my best to be on his side to and to see because we're seeing uh, a lot of the flaws that we because I think I would have written a story like this when I was younger as well at 24 100 percent and then until yeah. afterwards where I had time to reflect I was like damn I was kind of a fucking loser. You know, yeah, not even loser just blind just blind to this shit like we weren't you meant know, for guys each other. Are emotionally stupid. Yeah, we don't read the things that they're trying to tell us. Yeah. And, you're, and he's young too. So yeah. I, I get it, you know? So he might be having a blast going like, ha ha fucking funny jokes, huh? And he just keeps firing off mad jokes. And then she's like, fuck this guy. I'm just going to be nice. The, the only, there's really only one rom-com that I really fucking liked. And it, and it pertains to this subject right here. It's uh 500 days of summer. Oh. It's where uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt is retelling this court, this story recounting things of all of why they were madly in love and how heartbroken it is that they, that uh, it didn't work out, but there were signs that their, their relationship was falling apart that he chose to ignore. Yeah. And he was so oblivious because he wanted things to be his way. And mm-hmm. I think for a lot of guys, this is true. Yeah. I've seen so many guys pretty much marry the girl in their minds before things were official. <laughs> yeah. They're in such belief of their own story and their own like dream that they're not listening to the girl. They're not really connecting to her. They're having the relationship by themselves. And then the girl's frustrated and she's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, it's not that great because you're just living this obsession. 
I think a lot of people do that in in the in the beginning stages of their relationship where they kind of they put the dick or the pussy on a pedestal, right? So yeah. they they see this image of this perfect human being and when they don't match up to that person, they get disappointed in, in something that really wasn't there. And it sounds like he started that way because he immediately said when I was at the keynote speech, Love she was she was she was yeah, and she was out of my league. Mm. Right? So he and she says you put me on a pedestal. Yeah. Right? Evidence number one. He came into the relationship or this encounter already with a lower sense of self and and she's in a higher position. So the way he's been treating her is, oh, you are my goddess. That's probably where the whole sexualizing her and not seeing her for who she is. Thing. He might be all day saying, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. You're and also so too, hot. You're so sexy. And if you're a keynote speaker at this event as well, I'm pretty sure that she wants somebody to be on her level. Like yeah. it's like, yo, I'm attracted to men who kind of own their shit. Yeah. But if you kind of already came with, with a thought, which is probably something that you didn't think about where you're just like, you're giving off these like beta bitch vibes. You know, by saying stuff, well, maybe you haven't said to her, but maybe it comes off of like, I'm just, I'm just speculating. Like right the way now. he's communicating, the way he's mm-hmm. treating her. Like, I can't believe I have somebody like you. Yeah. Like he's like, oh my God, I, I'm so, I feel so special, this and that. Yeah. And then a lot of the times I think, yeah, I think when you overdo it and you're too obsessed, it, it does have those vibes of like, hey, I'm being objectified. Hey, you're treating me as like a sex object. You're, and a, a lot of, I mean, I, even I if he's too, not doing that, it's probably yeah. coming off that way. And it has to be reciprocated. Like, so guys, like we're so fucking horny sometimes we do objectify, but it has to be, they have to do it back mm. and then it's balanced. If you're the only one firing off these, um, like, what do you call it? Like, like you're, 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 you're showering her with all these positive, uh, compliments sexually. Oh, beautiful. This and that. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're objectifying her and you're like, oh baby, you look so fucking hot. I jack off to your pictures or whatever. I mean, that's my extreme. If that doesn't happen back (laughs) to you. I'm jacking off to your pictures. Bro, if that doesn't have ba- if that doesn't go back to you, yeah, then it's creepy. Mm, it's very one sided. If she's masturbating to your pictures and you're masturbating to her fucking pictures, and she's asking you to send her video of you busting nuts, yeah, that is equal love, my friend. Yes, <laughs> but if you're the yeah, only man, one, love doctor homie, <laughs> yeah, if you're the only one asking her for nudes and all this stuff and whatever, and it's just one sided perversion, that's when it's fucking creepy. Yeah. You need her to be fucking um, objectifying you too, man. Yeah, I wonder. Hmm. Let's continue this because I, I feel like we're catching on to something here. Hmm. So her arguments that she posted was something I didn't agree with because it honestly did not align with who I was as a person. She said that I was a fan because I didn't see her for who she was, that I was caught up in the appearance of dating her. Yep. Look at that. Not dating her for herself. She made me sound like the interactions that we had weren't intimate slash close at all. Playing video games with the brothers online, doing ASMR for her since that's how she likes to sleep. Nick, motherfucker, dude. I'm sorry. You sound like a bitch. Uh, (laughs) He doesn't get it, man. Yeah, he doesn't get it. She said I got caught up with the potential of uh, fame from dating her. I I gave her the benefit of the doubt, saying maybe I was, but that shouldn't discredit the fact that I enjoyed the small interactions we have from... Uh, talking about I mean it's a mix of both Uh, what I'm catching to is the girls obviously a little insecure 
about yeah. the authenticity of the relationship. Mm-hmm. He might really fucking like her. I mean, obviously, he does, you know. But then the way that she's taking it could be like, oh, he's using me for my clout. Yeah, it seems. I mean, just to be on his side a little bit, if seems like she's probably gone through this type of experience before. Yeah. And you're having these signs of stuff that's kind of setting off her red flags. Right? Yeah. You got to remember, too, that people come with baggage. Like yeah. people come with their own trauma, with their own shit. Maybe you set off a trigger. Maybe she did date a dude that was using her for fucking fame or clout or whatever. And then um, she maybe she's in disbelief that you actually authentically like her. This podcast is brought to you by Fiverr, my friends. Have you not heard of Fiverr before? Well, you are missing out. And let me wipe that single teardrop from your face because you have been crying too much. And I know why. Because you don't know where to find talent. You don't know how much it will cost. And you can't even be certain that certain freelancers on certain projects will deliver. Well, guess what? Let's talk about finding freelance talent for your business or project, huh? Finding the right freelancer can be time-consuming, frustrating, and expensive. Well, Fiverr has your back because thanks to Fiverr, finding the right freelancer doesn't have to be a struggle. I have used Fiverr for every album art cover that I have used, the artists that I have commissioned. My goodness gracious, can I talk about outlines and how much they deliver on time every time. It's all written out there for you. Let me check this out for you, okay? Search by service, deadline, price, reviews, and more. You'll know exactly what you're paying for upfront. No negotiating needed. 24-7 customer service because that right there is a fiber guarantee. And I love fiber. Without fiber, I said fiber. Actually, without fiber and fiber, I would be nothing. I would be constipated and waiting for my artwork to always come. Take five and check out Fiverr.com. You will receive 10% off your first order by using my code GB. It's so easy. Don't waste any more time and get service you deserve by going to F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Code GB. Fiverr. It starts here. And if she's beautiful, if she's got a following, you know, a lot of those girls are, are sometimes insecure of the authenticity of someone's desire for them. And also too, man, like what were you saying to her in terms of like, were you doing it too much? Were the compliments too much? Mm -hmm. There's a certain point too. Like you guys have to realize, like, I think sometimes we read these books and we hear these advice of us, like make sure that you praise these women like they're queen. Yeah. There's that, I guess. Like I don't, I don't really. When it's appropriate. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. When it's appropriate. If you're doing that all the time, Uh I mean, why wouldn't somebody think like, yo, this is very surface. Like all you do is, you know, you're amazing. You're beautiful. If I ask you to do something, you ask, if I ask you to jump, you ask how high. Mm -hmm. And I think when it comes to relationships too, like if you have a little bit of self respect for yourself too right and you value yourself as a person as well and you're all you're doing is showering this person with compliments and saying that you love them which maybe certain relationships like that do work but it doesn't seem like that's what she wanted she just wanted to maybe enjoy time with you and just enjoy the experience so every time you guys had a conversation and then your conversation is well i I can't believe how beautiful you are you do kind of sound like a fan yeah and you don't connect with that individual exactly so in your mind you're like well i'm doing the nice guy thing what else am I supposed to do? You could have just been yourself. Yeah. Instead of like thinking that these compliments and praising them is you showing love and showing a connection. Yeah. You know, I, look, we know, for example, Gina talked about this when we were on Big Mood where she connects with a lot of dudes. Like she has like boyish tendencies, that greasy little fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, so for her, she connects with dudes a lot. Like yeah. they game or whatever. But a lot of the times guys like, well, we connected. Like I, 
we we talked about shit. Like, yeah, but she's like, I wasn't trying to suck your dick. Yeah, like we were just connecting and talking about shit. Yeah. Um. Well, let's continue this. Let's see if we're on to something. Okay, or was I just standing here? When it came to if I was sexualizing her, it was it seems very disconnected or I'm guessing he's saying her argument seems very disconnected. Uh, her arguments that saying beautiful or gorgeous was sexualizing her to put, I, we we're nailing it. We're dude. fucking nailing this we're shit fucking, right now. Yeah, we get it. Oh man. It's hard to argue for you, bro. Yeah. Like, or gorgeous was sexualizing her or pushing her to stream or model is also a way of sexualizing her. I thought, about what I said to her that made me come off that way. And I thought girls appreciated when the person they are interested in gave them those compliments. Dog, we just fucking said this shit. We're nailing I it right now. I get where he's coming from. It's like, bro, you want to encourage her and you want to empower her, but it's all about how you're doing it. There's time and place for everything. And I, it's weird because you're saying that we're connecting, we're connecting. Doesn't sound like it though, dude. No, it's, this is what happens to young boys, right? It's like, you get so in the feels yeah. and you're so excited that you're not watching the shit that's coming out of your mouth. And you think just because you're excited and you're sharing your excitement with them that they feel the same. That is not a connection. That is you jerking off. Yes. That is you feeling so good. You got to express yourself, mm -hmm. but you got to pay attention. Do they feel the same? Are they connecting to you at this moment? Yeah. If I was him and and and, and I was clueless, I, this is what I would have done. Oh, baby, you look so good when you fucking show your cleavage when you stream, man. I'm, and that's why you get so many views. And, and <laughs> this is extreme, but I'm saying to that effect, that's what they hear. Yeah. When you go, you need to stream more because oh man, like you so you so fucking hot, girl. That's not the fucking point, right? Yeah, and then for it's kind of odd that you're. Yeah, there are other stuff where you guys opened up and you talked to each other about certain things. Those are probably the moments that you're that you're cherry picking that she probably also appreciated as well. But you're but it's a it's a it's a positive and negative, and then the negatives outweighed the positive is what's happening. Exactly. And it seems like you're even like with the rhetoric, like the language that you're using right now, you I thought that this is what guys were supposed to do. You're not reading the situation, you're not really reading her as a person, right? So for example, if she's somebody that if she feels like you really felt like you knew her, right? And she had issues of her being sexualized by people like other men. Do you think it's a smart idea that every time that you talk to her, you mention how beautiful she looks, something about her physical self, right? right? Do you think that that's very smart? Yeah, there are women and, and you'll read tweets and all this other shit. Like, I like it when my man says this, this, this and that, that to me. But you still got to read the individual. It seems like she has issues of people who want to be around her for either clout or the fact that she's a very beautiful woman. So you kind of just digging into those insecurities by every time you're with her or you're talking to her online or over the phone and you say, and the, the topic of your conversation is how amazing she looks. What the fuck else is she supposed to think, dude? Yeah. And there's no substance. Yeah. Well, how was, how was this? The connection part is where I'm a little bit lost, man. It's like, if, if you're talking about substance, that's not substance. That's you reading this textbook about how to keep a girl around and make them happy. And then you kind of did this plug and play thing. Well, it's actually selfish because he's like, I'm complimenting her. I'm doing this. Mm. I'm expressing how I feel. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we've all, and man, I'm only, I'm only talking to my younger self. For real. We dude, that's what I'm doing mistake. too. Yeah. Don't feel attacked, bro. We made this fucking mistake and we're just kind of letting you know. So you can limit how long you stay in this mental state. I want you to get better. Obviously. That's why we're being hard on you. So when you hear this, don't feel like you're a total failure See it as an opportunity where someone's slapping the shit out of you into reality because <laughs> yeah. here's your opportunity now to change. 
there's a lot of things that you're missing and you're not seeing. That's probably why you're asking us, like, what's going on? And we were able to see the warning signs because we personally went through this shit and we did the same thing. So the goal here is understanding what a person is saying, male or female, doesn't matter, and their intent and then your ability to connect with them. You have a lot of noise going on in your own mind because your own voice inside is way louder than what the person is saying. Mm. You think, hey, man, I'm doing the right thing. I did what I was supposed to do. Textbook wise. I'm common. Yeah, I'm complimenting her. I'm making her feel special. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Why is she going crazy and all of a sudden fucking acting up? This gets you to fall into the trap of thinking women are irrational. Women are this. Like, don't go into that low level of thinking. What it really boils down to is how come you weren't connecting? What weren't you listening to? She's obviously telling you and communicating and telling you the points. We were able to see it before you even explained it. The the goal here is to really understand what people are saying. Not everyone is going to be great at explaining but it's all about understanding what people really mean when they're communicating mm. to you. Yeah. And she's saying, yo, you had a chance, bro, and you blew it. I was kind of communicating with you, and I was waiting for that chance of connection of whatever. But you were so um, focused on just living in your own feelings that you weren't connecting with my feelings. Yeah, and just doing things that you thought were positive that you believe without really seeing how it was affecting the person that you were saying these things to. Right. So it's kind of like this, right? Imagine if, um, you know, uh, David doesn't fucking like chocolate, but for his birthday, I give him chocolate and I'm like, bro, a gift is a gift. Why aren't you fucking grateful? Like, why are you being selfish? Like, yeah, I'm buying you a gift in the first place. Like, isn't that good enough? But it's like, bro, I told you millions of times, I don't like mm. fucking chocolate. Like I heard fucking fat people like chocolate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you I heard. Chocolate? <laughs> I saw a BuzzFeed article, 12 reasons why fat people love chocolate. Like, I don't get it, bro. Like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's read this out. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, and I thought the girls appreciated it when the person... Um, who's interested in them gave them those compliments. I recommended streaming as I am a gamer and she uh, is as well, but never truly wanted to explore the streaming community. She thought it was a place or thinks that it's a place where girls go to just sexualize themselves. When I stated that it, it doesn't have to be that way as many girls in the streaming community focus on their own content. And for oh, her, so he suggested streaming as a new platform for her to join. Okay. Yeah. My bad. I thought that he was telling her to go stream more. No, no, no. I see. So, so she doesn't know what streaming was. Mm. That's why she felt sexualized about that. Yeah, okay, she goes, and for it. her, it would be, for, so I guess she's more of a musician for her music. So showing her creative processes, doing live music covers and for her fans, something to broaden her horizons. Modeling, of course, is another avenue in the entertainment industry uh, that she should pursue and has done some already, which I, which I was fine with. At the time, I did give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe... I was, I don't know what that means. Maybe it was, oh, maybe it was my fault. But after looking at it, I don't think that it was at all. 
but I want your insights. Was I sexualizing her? Was I in the wrong on this? It doesn't align with my own values, but seeking counsel would be great from you too. When it came to clinginess, it was a hard pill to swallow. One of the nights when we were up all night on the phone, we talked about communication and honesty and what it reflects. She brought up about trust, what happens if she doesn't text me, and what's what, what are my thoughts about it? I told her that if you don't text me, I'm going to assume you're busy and you don't want to be bothered with, and I'm also going to assume that you are still doing the activity you told me prior. If something changes, I would appreciate a text saying if you're heading out to do something such as clubbing, hanging out with girls, ETC, or otherwise. Or otherwise, I'm going to trust you to be responsible. She also asked me if I have any thoughts. If she was uh, with another guy, I told her that I trust you to be honest with me and communicate with me if you're seeing somebody else or a relationship that was open. No one is tied down. Do what you want. Just let me know if you are, and that's all I ask. When she brought up this argument, she said she doesn't want to text if she moves from one location. Uh, locale to another, from the music studio to a photo shoot to a club slash party and equated that to being clingy. I've been clingy before and I have had clingy girls who I have talked to and for me, I didn't think this was being clingy at all. Of course, I also gave her benefit of the doubt that, and maybe I was uh, in retrospect. Um, in retrospect, I mean, it could also be that she's immature. Yeah. Doesn't seem she, like, yeah. She, she doesn't, and some people just don't have the same level of Eng- English comprehension. Yeah. There are people that misread text. Um, Especially in long distance relationships, man, like you're not face to face. You're not. I don't know. Well, he did say late night calls, right, or whatever. Also, too, yeah, like it, it, it could be taken so many different ways. Yeah, and this 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 is hard to kind of interpret, just because cleanliness, once again, is very subjective. Some some. Let me just give you a quick story. Um, that's cool. Like you're the dude that says, like, you know what? Just communicate me where you're gonna be. I don't give a fuck what it is. Because it sounds very reasonable. Yeah, that's very reasonable. Yeah. Here's 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 this is why it's very subjective. So I'm also like that too. Or I was, right? Um the last girl that I was with before Mariel, uh, she got really fucking pissed at me because she was gonna go on a weekend trip to with her homegirls to Vegas, right? And I just said, Hey, have fun. Don't you don't even need to text me or whatever, just text me when you're on your way back, right? Just have a good time, don't even worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Right. What she later on, I found out that she was actually pissed at that response. Why? And I was like, why? And she goes like, well, like, you know, the other friends that I have, like their guys usually check up on them and see if they're okay. When they come back home back, I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't know that shit. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I've had the, I've had the opposite reaction where I'm just like, you don't even got to call me. Just, yeah. just fucking text me that you're home. Or, or whatever, or when you're on your way back and I know that you're good. And so for her, it wasn't that I was clingy. It was like I wasn't clingy enough. Yeah. You know, so, you know, all it these things subjective. are, it's hyper subjective too. This just sounds like she just doesn't like you. <laughs> and, well, at the end of the day, we we don't know the whole story. Yeah. So we're just playing with these hypotheticals, right? Yeah. Because it, it, is, it is true that it could be that. She doesn't seem to like you. Yeah. She just wanted some reasons to get the for, fuck out. But but at the same time, I don't like what she's doing, which is passing judgment and creating labels on this dude. Yeah. Hey, the, the you're clingy. clingy. Yeah. You are sexualizing me. You are, you know, this me. Like you're 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 making me a, you're a fan. Like, like these true. Are, those are pretty extreme labels to put on a person. Yeah. And those are multiple. Yeah. And I would say that is enough for me to run away from this person. Yeah, like kind of what, I guess. It's such a combative, Mm -hmm. argumentative, like, and also a persecuting way to treat someone. And the reason why I don't like the way that you ended this stuff too is like, 
It's like, what are things that I could do to change? It's like, well, first of all, I don't even know if we're speculating things, but immediately already you're, you you're, you're wrong. You're already at fault. Yeah. It's like, well, we were talking shit like he was wrong. Right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I know. Cause we're, once again, we're just talking to our yeah. younger selves, but you know, for you, it's like, you know, what can I do next time? It's like, motherfucker, how important is this girl to you? Like you barely knew her. Well, maybe he fell in love and he, he never made a label and, and whatever, but, um, we all get heartbroken in, in different ways. I would like to say, though, that that's just her perception of you. Yeah. It doesn't make I mean, you who you are. Exactly. That's her perception. Your of you. confidence is too low. First off. Right. You keynote speaker. Come on, man. Because you put her on a pedestal and you believe the shit that she tells you of who you are. I mean, you're you're, you're sitting here saying this isn't really who I think I'm, I am, but I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Whatever. <laughs> She might be a complete buffoon and have you totally fucked up. Like she barely knows who you are. Right. And so her calling you a fan, her calling you clingy, her calling you all these different things. You know, you don't have to believe it completely. You can watch out for it and have an eye out like, oh, to to make sure you you check that ego and and you you stay humble and all this stuff. Which is a great quality to have. But But you shouldn't officially go what are the things i need to change like do you need a change i don't know maybe you guys just didn't mesh very well because it seems like you're what i thought for what you were doing didn't seem very clingy at all like like if somebody let's just say this dude if she really really just was i guess infatuated with you like you were infatuated with her i think she would feel a certain way if you didn't check up on her that's what happened in that other relationship and what i found out about myself in that relationship was like you know what she was kind of right like i don't think i loved her as much as she loved me yeah i told this girl i was like you could fuck anybody you want (laughs) i don't give a fuck because that's my way of showing love i'm like i love you so fucking much you could fuck the shit out of any dude and i'll still love you and i'll still come back to you and then she's like why the fuck do you want an open relationship? Like, why won't you yeah. fight for me? Like, why won't you be jealous? Why won't you? I was like, okay, technically, I don't want you with any other man. But yeah. if it comes to it and you want to fuck a million dudes, you go and do that, girl. And then she's <laughs> like, no. She's like, why would you say that? Like, I, she's like, I want you to tell me I don't want to ever see you with another man. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get it. But that's the basic guy to. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want to be that guy. I want, I want to be the guy that's like, I want your pussy destroyed <laughs> by everybody, and I'll still fuck the shit I out want of that. that shit to look like lunch meat when I'm back, bitch. And that's how much I love you. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck, this guy's weird, dude. And I'm like, isn't that next level? They're like, no, no, nah, like, that's not basic. Just please be basic and tell me. <laughs> I think you went too extreme, dude. I did. Like you took what this guy said times thirty. Yeah, I'll, I'll be like, okay. It's like yeah. if you don't smell like another guy's cum, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. <laughs> All right, so this guy says, okay, so of course I had to move on, and she has as well. We're doing our own thing now. Great. Pursuing our own dreams in our respective industries. I guess you could say we support each other from a distance, but it's not the same anymore. I sought counseling during this time as well to just process all my emotions, and I'm better for it. I learned a lot. Awesome, dude. Really appreciate that. Uh, The last point slash question I want to bring up is, and the reason why I wanted your opinions and answers for those questions above – from two people who have no bias towards or against me. I tell myself that maybe I did do something wrong. Other peers of mine who knew what happened said I'm just too much of a nice guy and nothing is wrong with me. I don't know if nice guy is the term. Uh, I also ask myself if those were her true arguments. Were those arguments something to just use to end things? Could be. I've also Could be. She found someone else and she's bullshitting. Yeah, that's it true It could too. be. There's so many things you can't control, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't get it. 
uh, so I don't get intellectual or emotionally stimulated from a lot of girls now. I don't get a deeper connection with them. It's tough as I think I am constantly just comparing the girls I dated with her. That's already dumb. Uh, of course, she has privacy and it's up to her to share that information. But should I seek out those answers from her? Bro, you're Hold obsessed. On. You are obsessed. This, those, yeah. He's he's absolutely sprung and obsessed. Yeah. And with this state and with this mind, I already knew he blew it. I already knew yeah. he completely fucking blew it. Because you are too obsessed and women, or just humans, don't just, fucking just, like that. Watch this shit right okay. here. So he goes, thanks a lot for your answers and opinions. Be real with me since I want to learn from this mistake. I don't want to miss out on finding someone again, but this one out of the girls I've dated seemed different. And if I messed up my chance of happiness. Look at the rhetoric. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. We got a lot of work to do, brother. Yeah. yeah. Let's First not. off. Okay. What? Okay. This is a lot. Of, oh my God. A lot of humans this, do this. Yes. First off, you can't ever ever find love outside if you don't love yourself right badoosh so here you this is what you're doing you're trying to find love and happiness in another person before you're satisfied and confident and happy with who you are so you're you're seeking out validation acceptance she doesn't want to be a part of that that's why she's running from you. She mm -hmm. doesn't want to be that person with that responsibility. She wants to be with an equal yes. who loves themselves, who's in their element. And that's not someone who's just pursuing a career. That's not someone who's just doing their dream job or a skill, right? That's someone who's comfortable in their own skin. Someone who's relaxed, someone who's okay if things don't work out or whatever, but he's there to love this girl and accept her the way she is, the way that he accepts himself. Now, this is a difficult concept to understand because naturally, I think when we don't have a strong sense of self, what ends up happening is we're constantly looking for validation, acceptance from our friends, acceptance from a girl to choose us. And if she rejects us, then our self-value and self-worth goes down. But yes. if you have self-confidence... No matter how much you get rejected, you don't place your own self-being in this other person. Just by your wording, I can tell that you put all your fucking self-worth in this girl's approval. I, I, I want to say this, too, because I thousand percent agree with what Joe's saying right now, because you really, really do remind me of myself when I was 18. Did you have a situation when you're like, I, I love this girl so much. I'm never going to find anyone just like yeah, her. I, I talked about this before where I did this whole series called My First Love. And mm -hmm. the, the basically the, the second part of it, I didn't complete, but it was going to lead up to that point. Mm -hmm. It was like, I got the girl that I always wanted. Right. And I put her on this pedestal. I couldn't see all the flaws that were happening in our relationships because I chose to only cherry pick the positive things and ignore everything that was bad. And yeah. on top of that, I did place my value as a person based on what she told me I was. Yeah. If she said, David, you're such a good person, then I'm a good person. You're empowered. You feel yeah. great. If David, you're making me feel sad, then like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Or and it, it, it just bred a lot of negative feelings because things started going to me being a jealous type of boyfriend mm -hmm. because I felt that she was drifting away from me, but I was the one that was pushing her away. Yeah. There were so many negative things that I did because I based my value as a human being on what somebody else told me that I was. There was a point in my life that I realized this um, um, where I think Gio and I were talking – Gio. I think I mentioned it with Gio with my very first girlfriend where she looked at me and she called me annoying. And it was a moment where – this is after we broke up and we were kind of off and on. And I was like, what she said hurt my feelings because she was right. 
was like, oh, I am annoying. When did you realize you were annoying? Uh, I was just, I would act up around her. I would try to make her laugh too much. Just just being the super obnoxious guy because I was Because you're looking for her approval and attention. Yes. Yeah. And I would just fucking thirst for that shit. Yeah. And then I remember because we went to community college together. I did something really dumb and she just looked at me. She goes, dude, you're fucking annoying. And I was like, Ouch. fuck. I was like, what the fuck do you mean I'm annoying? And I went home. I just brood over that shit. I was like, annoying? What the fuck? Where did she go off calling me annoying? I'm not annoying. Like I, like, I thought we were cool. You know, we're off and on. I thought there's something there. I was like, oh. I thought there's something there. That means you still want to be in a relationship with oh, her and you're feeding for her fucking attention. Good catch. Like a fucking loser. Yeah. That was the first moment. I, that was one of my biggest life lessons where I was like, dude, you don't actually have a fucking backbone. Yeah. Your value as a human being is based on this. if this girl has feelings for you or not. Yeah. How big of a fucking loser are you? That moment on, I started be, being becoming the catalyst for my own change. Yeah. I was like, from now on, you don't feed for her attention. She is just her. That's just her. You start making these changes. And it empowered me. And it flipped the script a lot. It, it, like At a certain point, she was with somebody else. Um, and when they broke up, I remember she came over and she was like, uh, so it's like, so I, I broke up with him. And I'm like, so? Exactly. I was like, cool. So what? So she's looking for validation from you now. Exactly. The other way around. Because she's like, I know I got this fucker. He'll give me attention. Exactly. And I was like, oh shit, I have a... And I remember I was like, I got a backbone now, dude. And I was Damn. like, this is fucking crazy. I flipped it on. You're having the same problems that I did right now. And it's normal. Don't feel weird. It's not like you're a loser or whatever. Everyone has this phase. Oh, you are a loser, but you can you change are, it. Yeah, that's true. Everyone has a loser phase. Yeah, you're in the phase that I was when I was 18. But it's... Awesome because you can either move on and learn yeah. or some guys, they continuously get, fall into this trap. You're not alone Women in this, too. dude. Yeah, everyone. Everyone goes through this. Yeah. So here's the thing, man. When you focus on yourself, everyone says this, right? This You got to build your confidence. You got to focus on yourself. You got to just be yourself. What that means is basically you have to put your self-worth, your love, all that stuff first you caring about yourself first, what that means is you have to forgive the stupid mistakes you make, all this stuff, but also believe and have this confidence. I think confidence at the end of the day is believing in your thoughts and actions before anyone else tells you anything. Mm -hmm. It's kind of stubborn, but it's also being very grounded to your real self. Like you can look at yourself in the mirror and see yourself as the world sees you. That's really what it's all about. And it's really fucking difficult to do, but you can get there. But here's the here's the whole positive thing out of all of this. I can guarantee you that standing here, I can I can tell you that if you do this, what ends up happening is you start attracting people of higher caliber. I know you pointed out something earlier that really struck out to me. It was like, I'm never going to find anyone just like this. It's hard for me to connect with people. She's so special. There's no She's, other girl. There's no other girl. Girls aren't that, you know, whatever. She was my last chance of happiness. We all said that bullshit. Yo, there's a podcast where you should listen to this motherfucker talk about his, his ex getting dumped in his feelings. Yeah. Him dodging this neighborhood because that's the, uh, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's That's so, it's too close to her block we gotta get out of here you know bro like i know that feeling yeah. you feel like there's no one else better no one it's a biology thing too like we're meant to feel that way because um you know we don't we shouldn't want to lose the opportunity of our mates you know i i, I actually truly felt that way until i um 
it was something that I believed after I met my first girlfriend because a lot of dudes told me this stuff that mm-hmm. I, I just kind of believe they're like the first love that you ever have nothing will ever top that first love type of feeling yeah. and then you're just gonna kind of like go around chasing that feeling but there's other types of love out there and it's I, that obsessive toxic kind of yeah. One way love though. I, I was exactly. It's not real. I, I was fucking wrong too. Cause when I met Mariel, the reason why I went after her so hard is because that, that spark and that feeling that I felt for my very first girlfriend when I was an 18 year old, I felt that way about Mariel. Yeah. I was like, Oh shit. Like I told, I convinced myself that I would never feel this way about somebody else. And then I met a woman who proved me wrong. Cause you were, you weren't open to it, but then you, you finally saw it and you recognized it. Exactly. Cause People convinced me otherwise yeah. that it wasn't going to happen because it didn't happen for them because they were losers. They Yeah, they weren't open to it anymore. Yeah. They got burned and then they said, there's going to be no other woman like this. I guarantee you, right? Not okay. losers, damaged. Let's say they were damaged. Damaged, That's right. So, yeah. they, so they shut the door because they got so damaged. And I, I was in the same boat too until I started to explore again. And I met so many intelligent women, so many fun, awesome women, right? With great personalities that I would have never, ever had the chances to meet if I didn't open myself up again. Yeah. But if I did one one time believe that, no, it's it's difficult to connect with girls, period. It's difficult because, you know, for me, I'm just so, I'm so special. But think about <laughs> it, bro. 300 million fucking people in the u.s alone yeah if you go to other english-speaking countries that also increases your chances of finding someone like-minded even if you're a genius even if you are a very very unique personality the chances just out of that probability is very high you will find someone that fits you you got to look at it that way it is no, oh, she was the one for me and I let her slip away. You know who the one is? The one is someone who reciprocates that love back to yes, you. Yes, it's equal. It's equal, man. And and I guarantee you, when you get to feel that love, which you will, if you put yourself out there again and you, you explore and you, 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 um, you're courageous enough to get burned again and try, when you finally find it, it will be so fucking worth it because- you think right now, this is your standard. Oh, the moments were great because of this, but you were living a fucking false dream because it was only in your head. It wasn't reciprocated. She was having her own experience. Yeah. Nothing tops yeah. a shared experience. When you can share a love, when you're when you're in your element and you 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 have a strong sense of self and you meet an equal. So it doesn't happen if she's not an equal. She has to be someone who's also just as confident. If she's depressed, if she is also seeking out for validation, if she doesn't love herself, it's going to turn a little bit twisted. If you're in your element and she's depending on you, you're going to lose respect for her. But if it's two very strong, independent human beings coming together, that is when shit really, really gets really interesting. Yeah, and... Um, you know, I know the the original rhetoric of this, it, it sounded very accusatory on your side, but basically what we're saying is that it, the the experience wasn't equal, you know, yeah. 
And, and that's what I'm really gathering from it. I, I feel like confidently I could say that that definitely your guys' experience wasn't equal. He was on cloud nine and hers just went downhill. Yeah. Yeah. And so e- even in like your guys' relationship too, it didn't seem like it was on for a long time. It seemed like a few months. Yeah. And you basically put all your fucking chips into one bag and you thought that that was it. You know, just perspective wise, like I, we've heard so many people who have been in relationships, who have been married to people, they bought a fucking ring. They had a whole ceremony. They fucking, in front of God, their whole church, everybody else, they got together. But two years later, they get divorced. They yeah. split. They have kids together. They even split. And somehow they find love in somebody else. Yeah. Right? It happens for people. It happens. In yeah. this very short instance, you just met somebody that wasn't for you. That's all that it is. Yeah. You're, you're putting too much attention into this one individual. Like you're, you literally said, am I going to find a chance for happiness? Are you fucking kidding me, guy? This is infatuation. It's infatuation. But that last line says everything Mm -hmm. you're looking for love and happiness in another human being which will never be satisfying because you're always going to be looking at this other person to make you happy instead of you making you happy Mm -hmm. and that is the most toxic thing you can do to a human being is put that responsibility on them are we going to be happy are you going to make me happy can i finally find my chance to be happy in love it's like it doesn't work that way. And you kind of just prove you kind of in, in basically what you wrote. And I don't even think you recognize this. You actually refuted and just proved yourself wrong within the the paragraph or the long diatribe that you wrote out. It was you were saying, like, I don't think it's right for her to say that I was, you know, quote unquote, obsessed or, you know, just objectifying. But you clearly her, but you showed clearly that you are obsessed in your own writing. You did. Yeah. Which is insane, which is hard for you to recognize when you're in it and you're heartbroken. I trust me. I fucking understand. I, I feel for you so fucking much. You have no idea. Yeah. You know, so I guess like what we're saying is that because we've been in those in your shoes before, find yourself worth when you find yourself worth and you build yourself up to be an equal, especially in a relationship. That's when you get that reciprocal love and it feels great. Right. You can never till this day. I always tell people you can never walk into a relationship, putting someone on a pedestal and not feeling worthy of them. Mm. He already started it that way. I saw her at the keynote speech. I was way out of her league. Yeah. From the first fucking moment, you cannot look at another human being and feel worthless. You got to look at them and say, that's the one for me. That's the person that I'm going to share this connection with. Yep. And for sure, just like looks wise too, when Mariel, when I first met Mariel, definitely from an outside perspective, it's like, yo, you disgusting fuck. You're definitely not in her league. I never thought that though. Right. I was like, cause you can't approach it that way. I never thought she was out of my league. I was just more like, this woman's mine. Yeah. yeah like. And you got to approach life in relationship like this. And, and it's like, if you don't respect yourself, man, she's not going to respect you either. Yeah. Well, guy, I hope that really helped out. Um, yeah, man, that was actually a really good question. Very in depth. I enjoyed it very much. Hope that helps you out. Remember every Thursday, you will see me and Joe here dropping them fucking, uh, I wouldn't say advice. It's just more like suggestions and gems of our personal truth. Let us imagine up what's going on with your scenario. Exactly. And so we can give you all kinds of different angles and thoughts of what can be going down. But generally, the more in-depth it is like that, we can read between the lines and figure out what's happening with you. Yes. Uh, I know like you wrote that shit a couple months ago, but I don't know if you're still going through it, but I hope that helped you out and gave you perspective. But uh, we'll see y'all next Thursday. And if you guys see us on Spotify, iTunes, whatever, all those audio platforms, give us those five stars right in the comments below. And then we will see you every Thursday because I'm trying to help you bitches. Yeah, bitch. See y'all next time. Peace.